Hello everyone, you know what day it is, the one year anniversary of attention. Let's go. I thought it would be fun to do all the bloopers from the podcast. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm doing this, but let's go. Hey guys, so we are going to talk about today. I don't even know. <laughs> Cut. So this is going to be like kind of this episode is going to. Hello everyone, it's Jaslyn. I keep on forgetting to put the mic up. I'm sorry guys, let's start over. Hello everyone, welcome back to Attention. My name is Jaslyn. Let's on... Mm, never mind. <laughs> Hello everyone, Jaslyn here. I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> so, why were there background noise? Oh my word. Hello everyone, welcome to today's podcast. <clears throat> I My voice is like gone. I'm trying to do this podcast and every time I start I have to cough. Why? So the different... Thank you so, so, so much for listening to today's podcast and I hope you join me next week. That's way too fast, sorry. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to today's podcast, and I hope you join me next week as we journey through attention together. Thank you so much, and have a great um, week, I guess, weekend. Oh my goodness, I don't even know. Looking back on these, I do not remember, like, that many bloopers but you know what knowing me I probably had that many and I do have that many and I think there are a lot more that I could put in there but for the sake of y'all and uh, for the sake of myself being humiliated I I just didn't put the rest in there so um today is going to be a very very special day um I'm going to be talking to a very very special guest and um hopefully it will help some of you guys but i'm super super happy today because this is the one year anniversary i am super excited that we've we've been doing this for a year guys y'all have been listening to this for a year crazy 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 i cannot believe it but i am going to i thought it would be fun to put in kind of parts of the episode the very very first one that we did take a look I have had in the amazing opportunity of starting a podcast. This has been on my mind for about a month now, and I have been contemplating this. I've been kind of doubting this and kind of putting this off for a while, but today I'm going to start. Hello everyone, this is Jaslyn Hall, and welcome to my podcast. Can we just listen to that audio right quick? I think I did that in like, I don't know where I did that in my bathroom or something because I thought it would like be better audio or whatever. And yeah, now I know how to do it. So <laughs> it's just so funny. A year ago, that was October 14th. That was one of the very, very first episodes I did, and I cannot believe how far we have come. We now have merch. We now have, you know, like a lot of podcasts now that we can all listen to on Spotify, and it's just amazing to me 
how much we have accomplished in one year. It's crazy. So this is another episode that I did. David, the one that grabbed God's attention. This is the very, very first one I did. So here's some, here's some little clips from that episode. That's why I picked attention for the title of this podcast series. I am so excited to get started with this podcast and to talk with you guys. And maybe, just maybe, we will have some special guests on this channel. And we did have some special guests on the podcast. We've had Ella Stewart. Hi, Ella. Hey. (laughs) So, hey, guys. This is Ella. Hey. And I am so, so excited for her to be on a podcast. We've had Sister Brittany Scott. And uh, first off, I'd like to thank you so much for being here today, Sister Brittany. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for inviting me. I am so honored to be a part of it. I do absolutely adore your family. So uh, thanks for considering me and having me on your podcast. Sister Ashley Brunet. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Attention. I'm here with a very special person today, my good friend Ashley Brunet. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. We've had Reverend Landon Gore. We have uh, Reverend Landon Gore here with us today. How are you doing, Brother Landon, considering the circumstances? I am doing good. I am doing good. Oh, I have something for you, Mr. Scrooge. I have a great podcast for you to listen to, and if you listen to it, you'll want to pray more than you ever have before. Reverend Greg Frazier. Hey, Brother Frazier. Good evening. Good evening. Um, I'm so excited about today's podcast. We have someone very, very special here today, Brother Frazier. Brother Frazier has been my pastor and the voice of my family's life even before I was born. Well, I love you dearly, Jaslyn, and I believe in you and the hand of God on your life, and I am very excited that you would invite me to be a part of your podcast tonight. So thank you for including me. These guests took time out of their day and their life to do a podcast, and I wanted to personally thank them for all of the things that they did to promote this podcast and to just be a part of this podcast. It really, really meant a lot to me, and I hope the episodes that they were on, I hope it helped you too. If you haven't listened to those podcast episodes, please go back and listen to them. They are absolutely amazing. Sister Brittany Scott has a podcast called This Is Where It Starts. Go check it out. It is absolutely amazing. Like I said, I loved having those guests on my podcast and I enjoyed talking with them about spiritual things. But we have another guest finishing us off for the one-year anniversary. Now, I'm not going to tell you who it is like I did the other guest. You're just going to have to see. So, let's go talk to this guest. Hello, everyone. Again, welcome to the one-year anniversary of Attention. I am super excited about today and what God is going to do. First off, I would like to give honor to our guest today, Brother Carl McLaughlin. He has been a mentor, a godly example, and a great pastor to my family. He has done so many things for us. 
and I wanted to thank him for that today. So thank you for being here, Brother McLaughlin. I'm very honored that you would come and join me today. Well, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on the program. Um, this topic has been on my mind a lot lately, and I wanted to ask Brother McLaughlin some questions about how to cultivate your calling. So let's just jump right in. So I found that sometimes when we have a calling on our life, we can do toss it aside. Well, when the calling isn't being used, how do you cultivate and develop your calling when it's not being used? For example, if your calling is, say, music ministry, how do you cultivate that calling when you are not actively involved in that calling currently? Mm -hmm. That's a wonderful question. Probably what I would like to do first is lay a foundation, and, and that would be that we are fundamentally called, first of all, to a salvation experience receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, because um, if if we haven't received the Holy Ghost, our eyes are not truly opened to the call of God on our lives, according to John chapter 3, verse 5. The scripture says that when we're born again, <clears throat> we see the kingdom of God, and that sight is more than a physical sight. There's a spiritual vision that accompanies the salvation experience. So from that salvation experience comes a vision for ministry. That's where the call of God comes in. And then from there, from salvation is sanctification. This has to do with uh, a person's purity, holiness, and character. And what I would say as a pastor and as a leader is that a person's character has to precede the person's calling. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if, if a person jumps into the call without godly character, they are going to hurt a lot of people along the pathway of the calling. And so consequently what happens is people get disenfranchised. So before the before the, the cultivation would actually be the reception of a call. You have to receive it. Once a person receives the call, then they go into cultivating the call. And and so from there what I would say is there's a primary call and always a secondary call. And uh, and so, for instance, I'll give you an example. Primarily, I am called to be a pastor, and I've been doing so for some 25 years. But what I've also experienced through my ministry is that there are secondary calls, such as teaching. I've been involved in education. Um, I've been involved in a lot of assistance with young leaders. While that's not my primary call, it is a secondary call that is a branch of pastoral leadership and ministry. So to speak specifically to the music ministry and a person cultivating that call, I would have to look to the life of Jesus. And as a human, in his human role, he had an audience when he went into the wilderness where his call was actually cultivated. And and typically, a wilderness is a place of discomfort. Anytime a person is called by God and God wants them to cultivate that call, he will normally send them into a wilderness where there is extreme discomfort. And And from there, the devil shows up, angels of heaven show up, and the Holy Spirit shows up. And so you actually have an audience of at least three when you're cultivating a call. And if the devil 
can cause you to take a shortcut and get cheated out of it, he will, such as in the case of Jesus when he tempted him. However, Jesus answered with the scripture, and and obviously he was God in flesh, so he's not going to fail. Um, right. But that's why a lot of times ministries will you'll see people on the sidelines. You know, they've been engaged, and then all of a sudden they got disengaged. Well, one of the reasons they get disengaged is because they listen to the voice of Satan, and they get talked out of their call. And so I would say to a young leader especially, when there's satanic pressure, when there's a an inordinate amount of confusion, he's the author of confusion, he's the father of lies, he will try to cause a person to di- get disengaged in the wilderness. Lean into that pressure. Don't run from it. Stay there. It's what's giving you uh, the soil of cultivation. And because here's the thing, Jazz. If a person if a person jumps anytime they're under any kind of satanic pressure or any other type of pressure, wherever they get to. The next place, they're going to face the same spirits and the same things. Right. And so um, that's that's the spiritual side of it. You know, we didn't talk too much about the practical side of cultivation. That's more the spiritual side to it. But mm-hmm. I'll let you ask me some questions or provide some feedback, and we can go on. Right. Um, I talked about earlier on, like, another podcast episode, I was talking with Sister Brittany Scott, and I was talking about the loneliness of ministry. And that's a discomfort that we may have. And we're tempted to kind of retreat and kind of back off from our calling because we think that with all the discomforts of the calling that we, it's not worth it, you know. But that is a lie from the enemy. And you just need to keep on going with your calling and turn to God for that. Well, you're right. And I think that your last point is the key point, turn to God. Because so often people feel like they have to do something about their loneliness. Well, right. it's not that God wants to wants us to do something about it. He wants us to do something with it. And okay. what he wants us to do with that loneliness is walk more closely to him and with him, not jump to another location or jump to a relationship or jump to a different group of friends or jump. You know, he's, a lot of times he's wanting us to stay still. Right. That's right. Um, I wanted to ask you, how did you personally receive your calling into the ministry? So very, very much, like I explained a minute ago, um, I was actually at Secular College. I was in a sociology class. I was a psychology major. And when I received the Holy Ghost, I was sitting in class, and the Lord spoke very clearly to me and said, I've called you to preach, and what you're doing right now is a Band-Aid, and it's not fundamentally going to solve people's problems because there's a sin problem. And so at that point, I felt the call of God on my life. I immediately went to my pastor, and I would strongly encourage anyone that is feeling the call of God and you're wanting to cultivate the call of God on your life, go immediately to your pastor. Because he's going to pray for you. He's going to be a facilitator of that calling and and provide a pathway. And that's what I did. I went straight to my pastor and uh, and sat underneath him, listened to him, obeyed him, submitted to his leadership, 
and that was one of the ways that I cultivated my ministry. And then he gave me opportunities. And uh, and there were times when I fell flat on my face, and and that was the best thing for me. You know, I wanted to fail forward, and I did. Right. Right. Wow, that's an awesome testimony. You have just an amazing testimony, and I love to hear your testimony. But um, the next question I wanted to ask you is, why do you think it's so important to cultivate cultivate your calling? Absolutely. First of all, I think that a person who invests in cultivating the call shows tremendous value to Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, it reflects how they truly feel about the Lord and how much they love him. Think about it. Mm-hmm. When he was speaking to Peter, he said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know I love you. He said, feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. In other words, Prepare yourself for them, and how you prepare for them reflects how much you love me. So in that cultivation, there's a vertical relationship and a horizontal relationship. If we don't truly value him vertically, we will not prepare and cultivate horizontally for the people that we serve. Mm -hmm. And the people will know. They'll know whether or not we have prepared to feed them and lead them. Right. Um, it's so important to cultivate your calling, even even if you don't feel like you have a calling, an important calling, you really do. God calls us all to be witnesses and to witness to his people. Um, the next question I want to ask is, what are some ways you can cultivate your calling, or what are some ways, rather, that you have cultivated your calling? Mm-hmm. Very good. I would say on a practical level, get involved. A person who feels called by God should not look around and say, what is the church going to do for me? What what special ministry are they going to develop so that they can cultivate my calling? What the, what the young leader should do is look at the church that they're in and say, what's needed here? Because the call is more about an attitude and a spirit of servant leadership than it is y'all cater to me, cultivate my call so that I can climb this ladder and almost like the church is a stepping stone. So so what I would say is, you know, a person needs to look around and say, what, where am I needed? And plug in. You know, the Bible says, whatever you do, do it with all your might, you know. Hmm. A man who puts his hand to the plow should not look back. And and so what I would say is express the call and the burden to the pastor or to the ministry leader. Express to them and then allow them to to help facilitate that. Or let them say, hey, this is what we need right now. And if a person is not willing to jump in and help, where the where they're needed in the ministry, then their calling probably would be in question because it it's not about what can I do for the kingdom of God. It's what can the church do for me, which is not the way to think. Yeah, right. Um, but I encourage everyone who's listening to this to find a mentor and a leader and a pastor and go to them for advice. Don't be afraid to, like, ask questions. This is why I'm doing it because not only – I want to ask questions to Brother McLaughlin for me, uh, for y'all. I want to ask questions for myself. And some things 
we need a pastor to talk about and we need some a leader and a mentor to talk about. So I encourage you to find a mentor and leader, especially if you're a young adult or a young person that might have a calling on their life. And like I said, all of us have a calling on our lives, I feel like, and we need someone to go to to talk about those things. So the last question I have for you, Brother McLaughlin, is uh, what would you say to people that are trying to figure out what their calling is or struggling to find a calling right now, especially during COVID-19? Mm-hmm. Sure. So what I would say is COVID-19 or non-COVID-19, what keeps you up at night? What wakes you up early in the morning? What What is it that you constantly dream about, think about, and are burdened about? Because the call of God and the burden of the heart go hand in hand. And that's why oftentimes someone can pursue a type of education, and yet if that's not their calling, they will feel like they want to go in an opposite direction, and it's because of the call and the burden. And and so I encourage young leaders to pursue that burden and passion that God has put in deep down inside of their heart that never goes away. So then, then someone says, well, you know, what if it's just an emotion? What if a missionary comes through and they tell a sad story and I, I feel this passion and burden to go to the mission field? On those types of things, I say hit the pause button, wait okay. for about six months, and if that burden grows and and it doesn't go away to where there's almost a, a, a an agony in prayer or you're praying and you're agonizing over that, the way that it's happened for me when I know that God has called me to do something is that he, it's, it's like there's this heavy hand that keeps pushing into my heart and pushing into my chest. And, and as time goes on, it doesn't stop. It grows deeper and stronger. And then once I step into that burden, there is a peace that passes all understanding. May not be able to answer everybody's question may not be able to satisfy everybody's question for my life. But Paul said, am I trying to win the approval of man or am I trying to win the approval of God? The call of God and the approval of God uh, go hand in hand and has to be accomplished. Right, right. Well, that was the last question I had, and you answered those questions great and Thank you so much for your insight and taking time out of your day to do this with me. And um, I hope to talk to you soon, Brother McLaughlin. Yes, thank you so much. And I am so proud of you for doing this podcast. That's a call. That's a burden. And that's tremendous. So proud of you. I really enjoyed being on the show. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.